Welcome to Today's Living Hope, a place where you'll find honest and vibrant discussions about the Word of God and how it applies to today's world. Your host, Linda Penn, is passionate about giving you the tools to live a life fully devoted to Jesus Christ, who is the origin of all hope for today and tomorrow. So now, from the WDCX studios, here's Linda Penn. But I'm so glad that you are with us today. If you are traveling, driving in your car, maybe you're just kind of flipping the dial, well, you've just tuned in to Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. What we are about is about hope for today, and we cover many, many different topics, something different every week. I would say most of the time, if not 90% of the time, we are live every weekend with something different. You can always go to my website, todayslivinghope.com. You can reach me on my email, Linda Penn, at todayslivinghope.com. And I'm so glad that you have been communicating with me and wanting to hear uh, the program again, which is on my archives, which they're um, really working hard and getting them over faster and um, so you can hear them again and I can answer your questions. But we're just so glad that you are with us. Yes, you're listening to WDCX 99.5 FM and 970 AM. Wow, there's just so many things happening, and this is going to be a full-packed program uh, today from 1 to 3. I always encourage you, sometimes, hey, grab some paper and a pen. You may want to write something down. Uh, You may want to call a friend and say, oh, this is a hot topic. I think you might want to listen to it as well. So we're just here to encourage you and to give you hope. Hope for today. Things look a little chaotic and a little confusing, but... Jesus is not confused. (laughs) God's not confused. He knows what he's doing. He's in control and he's allowing some things. And I'm telling you, this is, I think, one of the best times to be living in our world, to not only know Christ, to be Christ, and to let others know about him. So we're just so thankful that you're here today. My guest today is going to be Jim Walton from The Third Choice. You have heard him on so many topics. And today we're going to be talking about what, as parents, do we need grandparents? Even we say a whole family raises a child, a church raises a child. Jesus needs to raise that child and we need to, how are we as parents going to be raising our children in a culture that we have? That's going to be our program today for the first hour. Aren't you excited? I'm excited. Lord, would you help us today? Would you anoint this time in this programming for your honor and glory? May it have an effect on everyone who hears, no matter where it is, streaming online, whether it's from listening from the archives sometime or even live today. Lord, from our Canadian, our our Western New York, streaming online worldwide and in foreign countries, may you be honored today for your glory. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Um, good time to slide in a book of the Bible, isn't it? By Jim Walton. Good morning, Jim. Hi, Linda. It's nice to be here. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks for inviting me. Good, good. We got another hot topic, don't we? We do. Well, there's so many that we could choose. It's it's tough to have a dull topic, you know. <laughs> in this day and age, there's no dull, uh, dull topics whatsoever because it's impacting us in our world. It is, and that's what we want to talk about today, is what do we need to be teaching our children because of what's going on in the country and what's going on in the world. Uh, Absolutely, and uh, things in the world are now on our doorstep. 
<laughs> uh, there. And in our living room. And in our living TV room, and yes. Computer. Um, uh, uh, Margaret Mead said one time, the solution to adult problems tomorrow depends on a large measure on p- upon how our children grow today. Yes, that makes sense. Thank you, Margaret. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and... We certainly need to play a part in that. Uh, we are in challenging times, which requires Christ's answers in everything because we've lost the morality. We've lost our standard of basics of Bible. Um, so we are in that place. So we are a program of hope. Yes. And today's uh, living hope. Today's living hope. And we want to be um, sharing with our audience today on how do we do that uh, with our ch- children and what should we be teaching them. Right. And um, I don't know if you're going to open the phone line so other people oh, can you know jump what? in on the you're conversation. Exactly right. Yeah, I always we always we always come in here so fast because we have like a minute and 30 seconds to turn around. But uh, yes, our phone lines will be open and 883 5000 and 1800 684 2848. You know the 8835000 is local. Yes, we do want to hear from you. So if you have a question or a comment as we're talking, please give us a call and um, we want to hear from you. Yes. Now I have lots of things to say today. You know, we only have an hour to say them. (laughs) And if we're we're welcoming calls, that'll contribute to the conversation as well. But, you know, there's just lots to say about this, about what we should be teaching our children because of what's going on in the country and in the world. So let me start off with this. Um, children tend to, would tend to uh, get their mood, their emotions, and even a bunch of their information from their parents. And so they may react with more anxiety than the parents do. When the parents may sit around the table and sort of complain about what's on the news or what's happening in the country, that just brings anxiety in the child because they don't have the resources that the parents do as far as dealing with this information. So to me, one of the first things we should teach our children is that what's going on in the world is neither a surprise to God nor something he cannot handle. Because as they hear parents talking, they may think, oh, things are things are awful. I remember when I was in school back in the 1960s and the the four students got shot at Kent State mm, University. Mm-hmm. And I remember how upsetting that was to me as a student that, you know, now they're shooting people and students are getting shot. And that was very upsetting to me because I didn't have the background or the resources to be able to deal with how to handle mm. that in a mature way. Uh, it was just very frightening for me. So what we need to be sure to communicate to our children is that what is going on in the world now is not a surprise to God. It's mm. not something that God can't handle, that, that is sort of out of his um, scope of what he can do. You know, God has foreseen this all. We need to comfort our children that God is not wringing his hands in confusion. Oh, what do I do now? How do I handle this? Um, but instead... God is brokenhearted. Yes. You know, and if we can comfort our children with, don't worry, this is not outside of what God has seen. This is not outside of what God is doing in the world. Um, Not that he's doing these things, but it's not outside of him. We can take comfort. He's not 
troubled in that sense. He's just broken hearted because of what he sees going on. And we can comfort our our children with these words that God loves the world. Um, God is sovereign. Mm -hmm. He's not doing these things, but these things aren't throwing him off off his um, stride either. And he gives us beautiful scriptures to help support that that are that are written in the word of God that are very relevant for today. Each day of our lives. For sure. And so, there, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, don't don't let your children walk away thinking that this is outside of God's reach. You know, mm-hmm. so that's the first part. And then, uh, you know, a second thing that comes to mind pertaining to that same point is that as Christians, even in difficult times like these, God has given us his word to encourage us and comfort us in these times. When you read the texts that talk about the end times in Matthew 24, oh, yes. where Jesus is talking to his disciples and saying some pretty dire things that not one stone will be left upon another and there will be wars and rumors of wars and Christians will be arrested. But basically what Jesus is saying in Matthew 24, he says, but the Holy Spirit will be in you during these times and you will have an opportunity to live a strong testimony in their presence. The Holy Spirit will give you what you have to say. The Holy Spirit will indwell you and he will empower you. Matthew 24, 14 mm. tells us that Jesus says that, that this is an opportunity for a testimony. Don't be afraid, he says. Don't let this rattle you. Be encouraged. Be comforted. In 1 Peter 1, 7, yes. Peter says the same thing. This is that God will help you to have a strong testimony during these times. In 1 Thessalonians 4.18, after Paul has just talked about Jesus coming back and, and Christians will be swept away and those who were the dead in Christ will rise first, Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4.18, therefore comfort one another with these words. The strength of the church. The strength of the church meaning those who fellowship and come together at a location is to be edified, encouraged, to learn, supported, and comforted by each other through the Holy Spirit. It's also a time for the church, meaning people who know Jesus, to be active and to be working and to know that there are answers not only for them but outside in our world, in our neighborhoods. Exactly. Now, we, we read the same thing in the book of Revelation. Now, we've all read yes. the book of Revelation, and we know how troubling the words can be. But the book of Revelation was not meant to scare us. It was not written to scare us. It was rather to help us understand what God is doing in the midst of all this trouble that the world is causing. The world is causing trouble. But Jesus said, I have come to bring you peace. And we see that in the book of Revelation. It's a story of God's victory. It's a story that we should be encouraged by. Even Jesus, on the eve of his death, when he knew what was going to happen to him, he said, disciples, gather around. Don't let your heart be Be troubled. troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You believe in God? Believe also in me. That's what's so cool about the Holy Spirit. It's like that third dimension of the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. Not in our own strength, but in his strength does he strengthen us. Right. So even in these times of trouble and churning, our country is churning. uh, Our world Mm. is churning. We see so much going on that we as Christians 
uh, could find anxiety in, but anxiety is never the uh, after the equal sign in the Christian equation. What we what we have in the Christian equation is all these events and all these circumstances that trouble other people, but for us. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be known to God. And we find Jesus saying, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus says, these are opportunities for testimony. Uh, Paul says, comfort one another with these words. And so as we read through all of these scriptures, see, this is what we need to be teaching our children because they hear us speaking these words of disgust and of frustration, of an anxiety, mm. but we need to be communicating to our world, we have a wonderful God, and these are opportunities for us. And you mentioned um, you mentioned prayer, and um, our, I want to let you know, as our listeners, our phone lines are open, 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. I had a group of women call me and say, can you come and pray with us just over the new news of the legislation yeah. in, in uh, Albany and, and things. And uh, what a time of prayer it was. And they were actually saying, Lord, please forgive us where we have failed and we didn't know. And uh, kind of like Second Chronicles seven fourteen. And then towards the end of a whole group of women praying, the five children in the in the um, in the other room had finished their video of, you know, so they could watch that while we were praying. They wanted to come in and pray with us. Uh, you know, have you ever heard a three-year-old pray? Yes, Jim? Isn't a four-year-old and a five-year-old. It just melted us to tears because that family has been praying with their kids and have been and how sweet and hopeful and powerful. And that's what we need to be teaching yes. our children: not the anxiety yes. and the fear, even though there's plenty of churning going on, but this hopeful. Uh, assurance beautiful. that Jesus gives to us. Yes, there's no surprise that Jesus would bring a children into their midst and says, have faith like a child. <laughs> child. Or that Jesus would bring a child into, into his midst and bless them and say, unless you become like a little child, you know, you're not getting it. And you know what? One of the prayers was, uh, Lord, would you save would you save babies' lives? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my gosh. But that's just what you're talking about today. That's what we can just start instituting today with our family. We're going to need to take a break from our endorsing sponsors because they're the ones that keep us on the air. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I want to encourage you uh, out there, um, try to keep it kind of lean and mean so we can have more quality time than just endorsing sponsors uh, i am looking for another endorsing sponsor if you care about this program and what it represents and who it is for you can always go to todayslivinghope.com and make a donation which we, you will have acknowledgement from and absolutely it's tax deductible well we're going to take that short break and we'll be right back with jim walton on how do we need to be teaching our children during these times at legal shield they know that life can be complicated so if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. 
If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction the honest contractor. First Peter 5, 7. I am casting all my cares upon him because I know that he cares for me. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's living hope. Well, we know already there's no confusion with Christ and he does know what he's doing. He's sovereign and he is a God who sees. Elroy, he is a God who sees. And today we're talking about about how to uh, what do we need to be teaching our children? And I have Jim Walton here with me with um, the third choice. And because this is really, really important. And I have to say, Jim, um, what you're saying to us is we as adults need to hear this as well. Sure. If you have a comment or a question um, or just say this is what we're doing in our home, please give us a call. 883-5000 or 800-684-2848. Jim, you talked about how to uh, reassure our children and how to um, be in prayer and gave us some really good scriptures um, so we don't feel like it's such a dangerous, scary thing. And then we have the Word of God. Right, and that's sort of another, that's sort of the next thing that I would like to say that if what we should teach our children is 
said, our children should be very well grounded in the word of God. Whatever age-appropriate level, they should be grounded in the word of God. In Matthew 24, mm. when Jesus was talking to his disciples about some of these dire things that were coming, in Matthew 24, 4, he says, watch out that no one deceives you. Well, we all know that the best way to avoid deceit is to be grounded in the truth. And we know that the Bible says this many times, not just specifically eschatological passages, meaning passages mm. about the end times and the end trouble, but, but the whole word of God. The better your children know the word of God, the more ready they will be for anything that lies ahead. And we have no idea what lies ahead. We don't know what's around the corner. The better we know the word of mm, God, the better yes. we will be equipped and prepared to handle whatever it is that comes. And that's also the case for our children. And this is not, again, a matter of anxiety or panic, but the consistent and authentic mm. um, engagement of our families with the word of God and training them in the word of God will be of resource to them whatever it is that lies ahead. And that gives us hope and security. And children really need that for what's going on from their parents and their relationships, plus from the Word of God. And it, the younger they are and the sooner they have understanding, the more easily they grasp this. Yes, and that they will, as we give them honest answers as they grow up, they will grow up with it, they will grasp it, and they will, be, they will process it from their earliest years. And so whatever is age appropriate as far as investing the Word of God in them, that's all going to be of benefit as we confront what's going on in our country and in our world. I think that would even include memorization uh, as you're driving your kids to Absolutely. school or, or whatever. Let's pick a verse to memorize because the Holy Spirit, uh, the scriptures I learned early as a child, the Holy Spirit continually brings those up again when I need them. Absolutely. I can't tell you how often a scripture verse comes <gasps> popping into my head at a particular time or a particular situation. And of course, that's what we want, you know, that when you when you commit the word of God to memory, the Holy Spirit is able to use it as he sees fit. And our relationship with Christ is not a secret relationship. It's one that needs to be talked about, discussed. We need to hear it coming out of our own souls into our children's lives or into other people's lives in community to be able to reassure that and gives us strength in our own faith by developing our roots of faith. Yes, and that's what Deuteronomy 6 talks about when it says, you know, that it should be with you when you lie down and when you get up. It should be with you at table. It should be with you on the road. It should be on your door frames. It should be, you know, on your forehead. This this mm -hmm. is something that mm -hmm. should just, uh, our lives should be immersed in the Word of God. And we can only um, help our children by immersing them in the Word of God as well. And parents need to take it that that's their main responsibility as parents, as a mom and dad who know Jesus and are raising their children. Um, the church supplements that. Correct. The children's programs, the youth group programs, they supplement it, but they cannot do the job for what the parenting needs to do. Uh, we can't kind of just do a, a shift there. Right. They only have our children for an hour or two a week. Yes. Uh, we have we have our children the rest of the week and we have the capability of the modeling. Uh, they see our example. They follow mm. our example. You know, discipleship is more caught than taught. And when they see our example, that is more instructive 
than the hour they get in church. We have to be doing this at home. In this, in the same home, um, I was in another home, and they are really practicing praying with their kids and stuff. And they were um, had come down from upstairs while we were in another prayer group, and um, the little boy said, "Mom, I got to tell you, we got something we got to pray about right now." You know, and and they took, you know what? They took time. You know, it wasn't, you know, just don't bother me right now. But you know, it was it was serious. It was a matter that concerned him. And just to explain that and put that in the through the prayer and the word of God and even quote a scripture, you know, that, you know, we can pray without ceasing. God will answer. He will do what he needs to do. Absolutely. He, they understand that and relate to that. It's so it's so wonderful to have that security. It is. So let's go on to another yes. thing that we need to be yes. teaching our children is that they need to know, especially in a world like ours and who knows what lies ahead. Mm-hmm. But they need to know that success by evil people does not mean that God isn't there or that God doesn't care. You know, Mm. Jesus made that point. I've been in Matthew 24 a lot this (laughs) afternoon. Jesus made that point in Matthew 24, 9 to 11. Just because evil people seem to be succeeding does not mean that God is not there. That's also the message of Habakkuk 1. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be teaching Teaching, Habakkuk. That's one of the messages of Habakkuk 1 because the prophet complains to God and he says, why are the evil people succeeding and the good people are being squashed down? What kind of sense does that make? And God talks to him about that, you know, just because evil people are succeeding does not mean that God isn't there. It does not mean that God doesn't Mm -hmm. care. And it doesn't mean that God is not at work. Work. And our children need to know that. Oh, and you're just, oh oh my gosh, adults need to know that. And I hope you're considering taking Jim's Bible study um, starting April the 25th. He's probably, he is the best apologist in our area for rightly being able to teach. And I, I, I have it open to men, women, couples, uh, and singles, and you really need to get there. We need the depth and the breadth of the word. We've some, even had children at some of my Bible yes, courses. Yes, yes, we've had yes, yes. a couple young that's okay. people from uh, a Christian school and saying, I want, I even want to go deeper. And so, you know what? If you have 10, 12, 14-year-old, bring them along. This is good stuff. And I think God is pushing us back into the word at a deeper level and breath. We cannot be a mile wide and a half inch deep anymore in who he is and who we have as hope in our relationship with him. Right. And therefore, you know, because of all this that we've been saying so far, it's a time to show confidence, not fear. We as Christians Mm. know the Bible says that things are going to get rough. The Bible says that it's not going to be Christo friendly in the end of time and this may not even be the end of time but even christ says through the ages it's not going to be christian friendly atmosphere um but we need to show confidence not fear and teach our children confidence not fear ultimately we know where this is all headed ultimately we know it's all headed to the glorification Mm -hmm. of god Mm -hmm. and the establishment of the reign of jesus christ and so we need to instill in our children all this optimism and confidence and trust, not fear. Be very careful not to communicate fear to your children. Communicate confidence, hope, trust, assurance, and comfort. Those are the words. Yes, and there's a lot of people out there as adults that are really struggling with fear, shame, and guilt. And the only offset to that is to be in the Word of God because He never intended any of us to live that way or to be that way with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 
and knowing that word. He's causing the church to really rise up. And yet in the rising up, he's wanting them to dig deeper so we can prepare. We can be secure ourselves and we can be be preparing our children. It's a must. It's critical. It's all and it's all over the New Testament. I mean, I'm just quoting these scriptures left and right. Jesus, Paul, Revelation from all over the place, even the prophet Habakkuk from, you know, B.C. Old Testament era. (laughs) Yes. You know, it's it's all the same. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Habakkuk is a very short book. By the time you get to the to the end of it, you know, he says that the just shall live by faith. You know, we live by faith. Uh, just mm. as Paul said, you know, we live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for me. And, you know, these are these are times for for not confusion and not despair, but encouragement. Come, live a strong testimony. Invest the word of God in your kids and let's move forward. And, we are, And then go where the truth is, because sure. everything else is, is a lie or a wrong belief. But the word of God is total truth. And he is. The truth, the way, and the life. Yes. I think I just said that wrong. It doesn't matter the order. They're all true. true. They're all true. And it's it's time to just kind of um, cash in on our bank account of knowing Jesus, isn't it? It's taking the dividends and really wearing them and walking them out. Because have we possibly just kind of taken for granted or haven't really had to use them? We believe it. We believe it. And we're told that. And it's in our head. But in our heart to walk it out. Can we say we're really doing that? We, some are, you know, yes. let's not, let's not generalize too yeah. much, but yes. we need, we need to think above life. We need to live above life. Yes. Uh, God has taught us to think differently. He has taught us to view life differently. He has taught us to respond to life differently. So let's do it. We're not down here where humanity is. We're up here where children of God are. Mm-hmm. We think differently. We live differently. We have attitudes that are different. Our whole perspective, our value system is different. Let's live that way. We live in confidence. We live in comfort. There is no need to fear. And you we know, live in the our joy. Our God is an yes, awesome, awesome God. God. And, he li- and to live in that joy and to bring our children along with that, you're going to have more peace. You're going to have a happier home. You're going to have secure kids growing spiritually, loving life, and knowing how to do life God's way. Well, I'm going to take our next break early because uh, the next points that we want to cover, I want to make sure we have time to cover them. If you're thinking about calling and you uh, haven't done that yet, this is a good time to get your question or your comment together and call us while we are taking a short break, 883-5000 or 800-684-2848. Linda Penn here, Today's Living Hope with our guest, Jim Walton. Don't go away. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Saccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birth. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the U.S. and Canada. LegalShield is a service that every family in the U.S. and Canada needs and can afford. 
With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many other WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday. If you want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry, or if you want to learn about how to become a sponsor or advertising partner, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Also, if you're a business or individual, you can give a tax-deductible donation to Today's Living Hope. Again, to do so, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Welcome back to Today's Living Hope. Hey Jim, I know you have a nurturing, uh, you've just come back from a conference in in Baltimore. In the Baltimore area. And you were part of that conference and... You did a uh, seminar on nurturing spiritual development in your children. I have the, the booklet here, and I'm, wow, are you kidding? I want to, we're going to do something with this. We have to do that here locally. We need to help Glad our to. parents to do that. We'll probably have it at Benders where we can have um, a number of people. We have moved things around so that um, numbers can fit. And let's, if you're listening out there, go to my website, uh, and watch periodically. We're going to have that up because I really think we need that here. We need to come together in community and support each other in just some of the things and um, talking even more than what we're talking today. I mean, you're getting down to the nitty gritty here. And how long would this seminar be? Well, that was a whole evening. That was from seven to nine thirty. Okay. One evening when I did that. Okay. Maybe Baltimore. we could do it uh, in a morning or something. We'll, sure. we'll talk about we'll that. And make that it out. happen. Well, you're talking about how do we need to be teaching our children? You've mo- you've talked about prayer making them feel secure and and confident through the word of god talking about bringing them into the word of god and um, teaching them come alongside of them but how important it is um, to do that for our children to feel safe and secure not be fearful but to know that they can rely and and grow in god Right, and those things are sort of interactions between parents and their children. Yes. But let's talk a little more in this time we have left, which is only about 20 minutes we have left. Let's talk a little more about their interactions in the community. You know, the thing that comes to mind first to say is that we need to teach our children to be human. Teach your children to be human. Because in times like this, as we've seen on the news too many times, too many people turn barbaric if i can use the <laughs> yes. word yes. you know we we see just too much violence on the news we see so much greed we see so much self-centeredness we see so much that is self-oriented you know it's all about me you know teach your children so that they're not one of those people teach your children to be human so that they are the ones showing compassion for others that mm. they are the one who are showing kindness in a world like this we need more people showing kindness so that your children are not the ones who are bullying so that your children are not the ones who are punching somebody else because they have a different perspective than yours we see this on the news too much teach your kids 
to be human. Mm -hmm. You know, let's treat each other with compassion, with kindness. We are not violent even when people disagree with us. We don't bully people that we don't like. You know, it's just very common social skills. But what we're seeing in our world is a very severe lack of those social skills. Plus, explaining the parents taking the time to explain the why. Why should we act this way? Why is this different from how we need to be acting? Putting in reference um, on the spiritual plane, because it's not about attacking each other. It's knowing that God is in control and applying those principles. Right. I mean, this follows what we said in the first half of the show about grounding your children in the word of God and Mm. about all that, that we understand about God and how we're supposed to live. So, You know, number six here is teach your children to be human. The next one is teach your kids to be helpers. You you know, Fred Rogers recently passed away. and, And one of the things that Fred said was, you know, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, you know, my mama would say to me, look for the helpers. You know, you will always find people who are helping. Look for the helpers. And I say, let's teach our children to be those helpers. You know, that when things are going out of control or some other children are misbehaving, that that our children are the ones who we have taught to be the helpers mm-hmm. in those situations. Mm-hmm. To be serving others. To be serving others, right. To mm-hmm. be, to be um, that person that others would go to because now and you say oh come on jim these are only these are seven year olds these are six year olds but we have all seen that six and seven and eight year olds are perfectly capable of this and sometimes you know you see this on the news usually in the last segment where they have less like a a human element segment where they show some kid or a teenager acting exactly in this way. Let's teach our children to be that person. I think it can even happen younger if we have the view of not being all about me or entitled, which seems to be a really strong force these days to be able to look outside ourselves and have that modeled by mom and dad and older children. And you talk about something that's just being used in our world to offset everything that's just been happening that's not good and real and right from God's standard. Why not be a light to the world? Absolutely. And children are very capable of that. And so I guess what I'm saying is, you know, teach your children to be good and faithful servants of God no matter what. Mm. If we instill in them a biblical worldview, they will find courage. They will find a reason to give hope. They will mm. be the the human kids in the situation. They will be the helper kids because we have taught them to be good and faithful servants. And, of course, they will follow our model that we have Mm -hmm. modeled for them as parents. They will follow the models of other adults with whom they have mentoring relationships, whether those are Sunday school teachers or coaches or music Mm -hmm. teachers or whoever these people are, our youth pastors. All of these people are models for our children where they learn to be good and faithful servants no matter what. If we instill in them a biblical worldview because they have been immersed in the word of God, there's a much more likelihood that when something happens at school or something happens on the street, that the Holy Spirit will rise up in them. And we are often surprised 
by how children respond mm -hmm. in various situations. And these kids, you know, in a sense, we know that the Holy Spirit does that, but in another sense, we, we turn around and we look at each other in these situations and say, that kid's been trained. Yes, and it's been modeled for him and has become part of his lifestyle and its hope of everyday life. And uh, that's so important that that's, um, that's in our environment because then it becomes in our DNA and then it naturally comes out. You don't even have to think about it. it right. It just happens. It happens. And I, you know, I've said that in various situations. When you see a child or a teenager, you know, we turn to each other as adults and say, I've actually said these words, that kid's been trained. Mm -hmm. They have been trained, and you can see the kids where their parents have actively invested a Christian worldview in them, and they have been immersed in the Word of God and in a Christian worldview. And when it's crunch time, a lot of these kids rise to the occasion. I think we're the only um, species that walks around on this earth that has to be trained. When you watch animals and the, the natural instinct that they have and for cleaning themselves or obedience. I've watched a mama bear talk to her cubs to get them out of um, harm's way when we were in Canada and they, she you know, found our scent. Instant obedience, you know, and just we have to train up, we have to teach everything good and valuable with God's principles into our human being life because the sin, sin nature has already been pre-programmed. Nobody taught you how to lie. <laughs> That's right. No, <laughs> you know? that comes pretty easily. That, right. But we even see this, you know, yeah. uh, sorry to bring up the, you know, a sore subject of school shootings. But we, we see this in the schools mm. sometimes where you see, you know, somebody like a Rachel Scott that, you know, a name that we know. Yes. But there are other kids that you read about in some of these school situations where there was this one kid in the classroom that had his head level and he had his head on straight and he helped the other kids stay calm and he helped guide the other kids yes. into do what to do and that's of course what we all want our kid to be that you be the kid who's human you be the kid mm. who's the helper you be the kid who the holy spirit can fill and invest to be the the person in that situation that is going to be the one that God uses to help people. Amen. Isn't that giving us hope today? It oh, just it is. is what it's, it's, it's about. Today's it's, living hope. Is it really a, is. Yes. There's all kinds of hope and encouragement <laughs> and comfort here. Absolutely. You know, uh, even though we live in a very fearful world, we we can instill hope and confidence and assurance in our kids. We can set a new pace for sure. We need to take a short break and we'll be right back to finish this hour with Today's Living Hope with Jim Walton. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Every year it happens. That windstorm blows through western New York and then in your yard and sometimes the neighbor's yard are shingles from your roof. Or what about the leak you can't trace, but suspect it has something to do with the roof. Maybe you've been in your house for decades and it's just time to have the roof replaced. Whether it's repairs or a brand new roof, call LJ Construction today. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Discounts are also available for veterans and seniors. Stop by their showroom in Lancaster at 3439 Walden Avenue or check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? 
Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back. We want to conclude this hour and finish our points that Jim Walton has come to tell us on how to be teaching our children um, because this is important, it's critical, and it gives us hope and it gives us handles, just everyday life handles on how to do life and be training our children. Yeah, we need to we need to just have something to grab onto that's not just theory, you know. And I've been trying to talk about some very practical things, and I still have a few practical things to suggest to your listeners, Linda. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is something that we really do need to teach our children is. Teach them that you do not believe everything you see on your technology, (laughs) please. You know, um, we live in a very weird era. The there are some parts of the press that are trying very hard to be responsible. Mm -hmm. There are some parts of the press that are not working as hard to be responsible. And the Internet opens up the world for anybody to say anything they want and come across as authentic and true. And we just need to teach our children to be a little bit skeptical and not completely gullible Mm. about what we see on our technology. Make sure you're talking. And this is sort of the next thing. Make sure you're talking at the dinner table. Make sure you're talking in the car because things are happening all the time. And we don't just believe everything that's out there, nor do we just have a narrow minded. I only believe things that agree with what I've with my position as I've established it. There are a lot of things happening that challenge those positions, and we should be open to those challenges. Well, we also can compare it and uh, with the Word of God, because there's our whole truth and nothing but the truth. So when right. somebody puts part truth of a scripture and then adds their own thinking, you've got part truth and part false just commentary or opinion to bend and that's not truth. Right. And so we need to be discerning. It's very difficult yes. in our era, yes. but it's even more difficult for our children. It's difficult for me. When I see things on the Internet or when I hear things on the news, I'm scratching my head sometimes saying, is that true? Should I believe that? It's even harder for our kids 
that don't have the background that we as adults have. And so talk about things, but teach them not to just swallow everything because it's on Instagram or Facebook or because it's on the Internet. I think one of the things that's the hardest thing for the parent is to realize when do you start teaching this at the earliest possible age of understanding, even for them to come to know Jesus, for them to understand the word of God. It can happen early. My son prayed to receive Christ at five. Uh, We reassured him. Um, and then he was baptized at nine, but you start instilling. If you wait till middle school, it's too late. It's, it's never, never too, too late, late, but it's so harder. Don't say it's too late. It's it is harder. It is harder if it's you harder. don't start then. Our relationship with Christ is gradual in journey and progression as the Holy Spirit adds to us. It's never too late, but let's start earlier than later. To um, So some of those questions, some of that can offset what they hit at 10, 11, 12, yes. or even in the high school years. Yes. So, you know, this, this is really important for us to be able to do that e- even now. It is important for us. Um, I don't know if we need to shut down. Maybe I should. No, no, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I just had, had one more thing that, you know, something I've learned from my grandchildren when they come home and say there was a big discussion out there at their lunch table about politics and political figures. Mm, mm-hmm. And these kids are eight years old. And I'm like, seriously, you, oh, you, yes. you can't expect you can't expect that that children have a grasp of the issues to be able to discuss politics at the lunchroom table. And so I would say the discussion about politics and political figures are really out of mm. place at a grade school lunch table and in the backyards between seven and eight year old children. Um, you know, I mm. think children should be taught that they should stay out of those discussions because they're just parroting, parroting what their parents have said. Now, we're not saying parenting, P-A-R-E-N-T. No, they E-N-T, are, they are P-A- parroting team. like a parrot. Mm-hmm. They're just parroting things they've heard their adults say, and they generally know very little about these matters. So maybe teach your children to stay quiet during those political conversations and be among seven-year-olds. Um, possibly also middle school, even though in middle school they're starting to grasp the issues, they're still not well invested in them. Uh, high school is a different matter. You know, if your child has been informed and he or she should be able to take a position and justify it, um, you know, discussions uh, around the high school lunch table are appropriate as long as the kids are informed. You know, in that case, make sure your kid knows what they're talking about if they're going to discuss it. <laughs> you know, we hate to be we hate to be having having, um, you know, these conflictual kind of discussions at a lunchroom table with people who don't know what they're talking about. But it's if happening your kid's going to jump in on that, yep. make sure they know yep. what they're talking yep. about. Good advice. Good That's advice. the last thing I hey, have to say. That's uh, <laughs> the last thing, and you're sticking to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> things to have. That's right. Hey, the third choice is a wonderful, wonderful ministry. Oh, my gosh, you're getting like 1,100 hits a month, and you're talking to yes. many, many people in uh, 40 different foreign countries. Tell us about your website yeah, as we conclude. The website is just a place for dialogue about spiritual things. It's www.thethirdchoice.org, and it's uh, 3RD, not T-H-I-R-D. So it's the numeral mm-hmm. 3RD, 
www.thethirdchoice.org. And it's where I have dialogue about spiritual things. If you go to the Q&A forum, you will see all the conversations are archived. Anybody can jump into a conversation and anybody can start a conversation. You'll see all the subject matters. But on the website are also videos to watch. There are podcasts to listen to. There are, uh, I've started to blog on the website. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts, there are Bible study resources there. There's all sorts of things. I'm just trying to advance the kingdom of God and help people move forward in their spiritual lives.
Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, 
and God bless. Do you need a will? Or do you need some advice about a property issue, accident, personal injury, marital issue, real estate matter, or business situation, but you only have modest resources? Well, everyone deserves legal protection. And the good news is that Legal Shield has solutions to your legal issues without it causing stressful or complicated outcomes. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Have a question or comment for Linda? Send her an email at linda at todayslivinghope.org. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you are with us on this Thanksgiving weekend, and we are live for this last hour of Today's Living Hope. So glad you are with us. I hope you had a good turkey day. Okay, I realize not all of you eat turkey for Thanksgiving. You may have had ham, or sometimes in my household, we have steak. I know, don't fall over. We usually have a combination of both. So we hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And Rob, did you have a good Thanksgiving? We had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Wasn't it good to relax and be with family and friends? And Relax? I was watching the Bills game. I didn't relax. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, you know. just, just have everything ready and not have to go anywhere or do anything. But enjoy. But we have to keep people up to date. Um, Jim Walton, the first hour, was how we need to teach our children. And now we're going to go in a little deeper why we need to really be preparing our children for the future for their faith us for our faith and our future because your newsletter is revealing even more yeah i actually changed direction of where i was going i was i was going and i'll probably write that way for for next week and and a few weeks following about all the connections how everything is connect connected because everything is you know to, to the central bank digital currency to the to, to the chips the vaccines there are lines of connection with all of them but then i saw this giant depravity that was just shoved in people's faces and they are sexually targeting children very openly an amazing story came out and it was covered by almost no one i think the new york post and tucker carlson is the only places i saw it and people hollered at him about it yeah (laughs) exactly i'm thankful for the truth because now we know where we are and what we have to do because this is about children and you know jesus talked about it in matthew 18 He, he it says, Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And then jumping ahead just a little bit, whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. And, but here it is, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Jesus is pretty serious about about children and, and about believe those of us who believe as children too. But. Anyone that's been created by him and born, yes, and unborn, he is very serious. Yeah, you got to include the unborn, I, of course. You know what? I think he's getting, can God get ticked off? Yes. By you the know, wrath of God. We, we know he has righteous anger. For sure. So tell us what's kind of Okay, let, 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 me, let me set the story up just a little bit. Now, we've been seeing... The, the depravity now for se- for several years. You've got the mm-hmm. drag queen story hours showing up in libraries, and I know that they've had them around here in western New York. And if you haven't heard of that, that's where guys dress up like women and go into libraries and they read stories to little children. 
it's kind of a, a grooming process. And the ideology that, that drove this whole movement was actually started in what has been described as the sex dungeons of San Francisco. And then that spread to the, to the colleges. It was incubated in the academy. And then you have the fact that, take Jeffrey Epstein, for, for instance. He was convicted. They knew that he was having sex with minors, and yet he was accepted by the elite. Uh, not all of them, but many of them. They rode on his plane. We know famously Bill Clinton, you know, riding, riding on, the, on the, what did they call it? The Epstein Express, or I, I'm, I'm forgetting what they call it right now. So here's the news story. There is a company called Balenciaga. It is a Spanish luxury brand. And what they're talking about there is by luxury means you can buy your $1,100 sneakers there. I mean, th this isn't for, this is, you're not going shopping at Walmart for the kids, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> through this. Well, they started an Instagram ad campaign. And I'm going to quote Tucker Carlson in the way it was described here. And, and you know what? You can go to my website, historyofthefuture.info historyofthefuture.info, and I and in the newsletter I have pictures of some of the, you know, they're not salacious pictures, but they are very, very suggestive of kids in this ad here. And, for instance, one picture featured a toddler. He was, she was laying face down on a couch with candles, empty wine glasses, I'm talking about a toddler, and a dog collar next to her. And then that was followed by a, another picture, the same girl holding a teddy bear dressed in, I guess, what you could call sexual bondage attire, including a leather harness. And then the third picture, in order to make sure that you knew that what exactly they were pushing, had pages from a Supreme Court decision that overturned a law that was aimed at fighting virtual child porn. So fake child porn, the court said, no, you can't, you can't outlaw, outlaw that. I remember when that decision went down. I'm, I'm sure I wrote about it at the time. And, and you know what happened, Linda, is the mainstream media was silent about it. They, they, there, was, there was nothing other than, like I said, Tucker and the New York Post. And instead, the mainstream media went after those who pointed out the ads, who, who complained about the treatment of the children. They, they said that this was an attack on the LGBT community, but even that was a lie because the majority in that community are opposed to that level of deviancy. See, to children, to children yeah. or in general, they don't even agree with that. Yeah. So, so this is, in fact, Tucker that night had had a, a woman on who was some some sort of gay, and and she said, "No, we're against this," and she represented some organization. So this this company, Balenciaga, they there was enough, there was just enough pushback, and so they ended up blaming the photographer, like they didn't know that they put out the pictures after he took them. I mean, come on. So they backed off of that. They took those down, but they replaced them with ads that featured a Belgian painter whose themes included pedophilia, blood ritual, occult themes, racism, and, of course, everybody's favorite, cannibalism. Well, that was so much better. Yeah. I mean, so so this, is, oh. this is in your face Satanism, if you're asking me. A lot of that going around right now. I mean, it really is. People need to be aware. They need to brighten up. Yes. There's a lot of that going around. And again, the mainstream media just continues to go after those that are objecting. So if you look at this, there is a demographic now in this country that promotes killing babies in the womb. I mean, promotes it. 
castrating and mutilating children, you know, as young as two years old. Some of the hospitals said that they were doing sex uh, reorientation surgery on two-year-olds and three-year-olds. I can't even imagine. I don't even have words for that. That's so right. And, you know, hospitals actually admitted that this. I I saw videos, and then they kind of had to hide those. This demographic supports grooming in schools. Grooming, if, if you don't know what that means, it's essentially a recruiting campaign for uh, the LGBT lifestyle. And by the way, those percentage numbers are going up of people who are identifying as LGBT as, as they just push this out. It used to be a very small percentage of the population, and now there's more and more among the younger generations. Do you think that's because of the things they're pushing through the school systems and the books now as well that they're reading? The, the whole thing. That the, that the moms are trying to stop, but yet they're not even allowed to see them, not allowed to go to school board meeting. It's just happening. There goes your, your school unions again. Yeah, there was, there's one local school district. I saw one of the books, and it was so so graphic, graphic. It, it, done in kind of cartoonish you know but very graphic and they knew what so this group they are is also moving toward normalizing sex with children and 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 they've renamed pedophiles and now they're called minor attracted persons minor attracted persons minor attracted persons like it's just that's what they are you like girls and we like little whatever well that tells me we have to go right to scripture that's the only thing that's going to offset this <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we talked about it in the first hour what to do with how to train our children and how to know for ourselves the, the only thing that can offset this is the truth of the word of god amen from this evil and this sin and you know i i go a lot to romans one used to go a real lot to it when i preached and, and because there's so much truth here for the wrath of god it's beginning in, in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed against heaven, or re- revealed from heaven, against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are cl- clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. Mm. So therefore, God gave them up to uncleanness, I jumped ahead of here, in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. And, you know, that, that verse right there, serving the creature rather than creator, that's going to lead us into our next story after the break here. Mm-hmm. But going back to Scripture, for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature, likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another. Men with men, committing what is shameful and receiving in, in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. President Obama once called this an obscure pa- passage in Romans, and I don't think you can have an obscure passage in Romans. It's it's one of the foundational books well, If you can the understand gospel. Romans doctrinally, you can understand every book in the Bible. Thank you, God, for writing Romans. And this was Romans 1, 18 through 24, 
I'm sorry, Romans 1, 18 to 20, and then 24 through 28. We're going to take a short back and come, short break and then come back because we want to turn this um, to go into the next section of our news that we want to share with you. So this is Linda Penn with uh, Rob Palasinski, and we're going to be right back. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the US, visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Looking to hear more of Rob's insight on current events and the prophetic landscape? Find Rob on History of the Future, his podcast series released weekly. To get the History of the Future podcast, go to heroesnation.tv and download the app. That's heroesnation.tv. Then look for History of the Future and enjoy Rob and other fine podcasters. Stay up on the prophetic news with the History of the Future podcast on heroesnation.tv. You were created for such a time as this. Thanks for joining Linda Penn as she discusses the hope we have in Christ for everyday life. You know there is nothing but pure hope when you have Jesus Christ in your life, when you know him personally and you are in the word of God. 
And that's one of the priorities in this day and age. You have got to know him personally, and you've got to be in word God. Or I'm telling you, you're not going to make it because you're not going to have any hope. Hey, Rob, tell us more because this really connects from the first hour to this half hour to the last half hour. There's a thread through this, our hope in Jesus Christ, what we need to do for our kids, what we need to realize, and what is happening and where we put our faith. You know, the Holy Spirit does that sort of thing. He puts those threads together. He and, does. You know, and make, he makes us look smart. Yeah, that, that's right. We're just long for the ride, actually. That's We're exactly. just trying to walk in obedience you to know, him you, every week. You, you heard that ad for Heroes Nation TV, and I'm just going to do that. I'm going to encourage you to do that because I put out podcasts every week. It's any place from one to three podcasts a week. This was a holiday week, so I, I just put the one out. And so that's heroesnation.tv. And there's a new feature on there, and, and the owner asked me if I would just mention this, and I'm going to. Uh, if you open the app, and you go to the bottom, there are buttons on the bottom, and, and you look for, for the App Store there, or not the App Store, the, the Heroes Nation Store, and they've got some really good merchandise there. And, and the reason he wanted me to mention that is the cost of, of podcasting is just soaring like crazy. I, I know. I pay for my podcast as well, and it, it really is. And it is a summary of what's going on. It's not a long po- podcast that Rob does. Brings you up to date quickly. Extremely well done. Well researched. Worth listening to. Yeah, history of the future is where is is the name of it. When you when you go to the heroesnation.tv, look for history of the future, and and they'll all be on there. And again, if you want the weekly newsletter, go to um, history of the future. Info. History of the future. Info. So I've titled this uh, second section here the Spirit of Antichrist. And it really revolves around a, a climate conference mm-hmm. that has religious ramifications, and they all do. But but this one just happened. This one just happened. It was like, I think it was almost three weeks long, right at the beginning of the month. Biden attended. It, it, it was, yeah. All these high-level globalists were there, global leaders, and religious leaders, too. And we'll get into that in a little bit here. And this is all about the emerging one world religion. And we're going to start with the scripture again. We're going scripture heavy today. Um, um, so First John 4. John begins by telling us to test the spirits. And then he jumps in with this. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. In other words, that he is the son of God, that he came mm-hmm. to earth. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. So you, you're one or the other. And, it, and this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. The spirit of Antichrist has been here for 2,000 years. That spirit has been here. And now it might have gone farther. That's a tease. Hang on to the end. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to share this because this is, to me, this is exciting. It's a, yeah, very interesting. So now, this conference was held primarily in an Egyptian resort, uh, Sharm el-Sheikh. And what's interesting, it brings all these global elite, and, and, and this is a climate conference, so they're against CO2, and they flew there in 400 jets. So, I mean, it's like the hypocrisy is just over the top. And they had some other events held in London and Jerusalem. So... This was a climate change summit. It was called COP27, COP27. So look this up. And you had Christians there, Muslims. You had all sorts of pagan religions there. And they were unveiling a new and improved moral code to replace the Ten Commandments. And and in fact, at first they called it the Ten Climate 
commandments or something like that, and they got enough pushback that they had to change the name. So now they're calling it the 10 Principles of Climate Repentance. And by the way, a few years back, this pope put out a 10 climate uh, commandments, too. I I didn't compare that. I didn't have time to compare the two of them to, to, to see. But he's right in line with all of this stuff. It's just another way to take true God out of the picture because now we're not even worshiping the creator. Exactly. That's going to be the theme of. of yes. You, you, this is the, this was kind of the post of why it turned. Yeah. It's taking the left hand turn away from God and making it about creation rather than the creator. Yep. And that makes us trying to be God. Yes, it, it, exactly. What a distortion. One, one uh, writer wrote, calling this a major blasphemy, that these religious yes. leaders, which were many of them are at least nominally Christian or Catholic, uh, he compared the climate hysteria to earth worship. And, and that's exactly what you said, worshiping the, the creature rather than the creator. Exactly that. Now, Scripture, we know, teaches that a one-world religion is coming. If you look at Revelation 13, mm -hmm. one, of, one of the verses talks about the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. The whole earth. So one-world religion. And another verse said, An authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation, and all who dwell on earth will worship it. Here's the exception, or ex explains the exception. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of the life of the lamb who was slain. Hallelujah. You know, if your name is written in the book, thank God, because you're protected from this. So all of this, this is just part of this whole super control system that they're building that, you know, next time I'll be talking about different aspects of it, I'm sure. It's all about the coming new world order. And everything ties in together. Emmanuel Macron, and what a name, Emmanuel, is the, is the head of France. And he just said this at a conference, quote, we need a single global order. So he's telling you we need the one world order. He's how, campaigning for it. How do they start thinking this way? Is this a memo that's put out some way or has oh, this been infiltrated in the, the meetings and the contacts or the countries not having Jesus? Well, a lot at, of this was helm? part of a campaign by the World Economic Forum. It, if you remember a story going back maybe several months ago, it came out that, that Klaus Schwab had infiltrated all these countries and trained up these leaders. And I'm 98% sure that Macron was on that list of people that were trained up by Klaus Schwab. And we certainly know our, our buddy in Canada. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, he, the, Yes, absolutely. Trudeau was of the same. So it's training everyone to accept a new system, which is the new world order. The new world order, yeah. And, and if, you look, if, if you look at the World Economic Forum itself, the WEF, they're pushing this new one-world religion. Klaus Schwab actually said God is dead. He wasn't the first to say that. I'm pretty sure Nietzsche was among the first to say that, going back into the 19th century, the end of the 19th century. But, you know, God is dead. dead. And, and the New World Order says a new one-world religion has arrived and it unites all of humanity in worshiping at the altar of climate science, techno-communism, and uh, I can't think of the last word. <laughs> but Which tells me, when you use the word religion, immediately I think no relationship. Bingo. Absolutely. Man-made 
rules to be projected, to, we are to follow, but nothing guided by the Holy Spirit or the Word of God. It's a religion, not a relationship with Christ. Right, and, and that's the difference. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, it is entirely different than all the other religions of the world that, that create something that man must do. Crazy. But here's what his right, uh, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man said. His, his name is Yuval Noah Harari. We talked out about him before. He said, stories about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. So that's where they're tearing down Christianity specifically. He also said, we are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. And he actually questions the need for humans at all. He calls them useless and unnecessary. So, so this is the, the zeitgeist that is driving this COP27 story. This so no wonder we're rejecting the moral code and the Ten Commandments, as if it never existed. Exactly. And, and putting in our own thing. We're erasing everything else, and we're putting in what we want you to believe, what we want you to hear, so then we can tell you what we want you to do. It's lies, propaganda. It's Satan. It's a lack of God. Right. It is the spirit of Antichrist. But you know what, Linda? This actually gets worse. This COP27 group... You know, they hand out these Ten Commandments, and they were holding religious ceremonies to essentially worship the earth. And there were actually kind of two conferences going on at the same time. One was for the public consumption, and one for the global elites and the Satan worshipers. If you know anything about the highest order of Freemasonry, you know that they've admitted in their own words that they worship Lucifer. And you, you can check that mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And then you have... Steve Quayle, who is a, a wonderful Christian researcher on a level that I can't even imagine. And he was talking about how at COP27, they were worshiping the earth, and there was a Luciferian a agenda of megadeath. And, and, and there is. that you know If you look at their, their agenda, it's depopulation and the control it brings. And we're going to get into that more later. Now, Steve, I'm saying this ahead of time, but Steve has always been a reliable source, and he makes a claim here that I could not verify, but I trust this guy, so I'm going to let you know what he said. He got this from several, several sources and confirmed it from others, and I'm not saying this. Because he attended. Hmm? The, he, he attended this. No, he did not. He, he had, did not. You know, he had sources that apparently attended Oh, okay. It. I just wanted to make sure I got that straight. Okay. Yeah. And here's Steve Quayle in his words, and it's going to sound a little crazy, but it, this actually matches up with, with their plans, the, the globalist plans. Quote, the AC, and AC here refers to uh, the Antichrist, the AC was crowned in a secret ceremony where they, where they never showed his face, even to all the attendees, the devotees and the Luciferians, because it wasn't time to reveal. But they had the ceremony. So he's saying they had the ceremony. He told, said, I got this from several sources. He said, the time of the great reveal, basically saying it's not the time of the great reveal when the Antichrist would come out, because they need the entire destruction of the West to bring about the total Im implementation of an agenda. And that agenda would be, hey, here's the man of peace, and they would have no ability to contest it. You know, peace okay, and safety. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. The whole destruction of the West, or is it just that at some point in time we're taking the Holy Spirit out so nobody can recognize the Antichrist, and he'll come on in 
and everybody will start to worship. Well, that'll be part of it. Yeah, that'll be part of it, too. Sure. Absolutely. So we're getting closer is what. We are getting closer. closer. And he talked about a smashing, too. And that was talking about a smashing of not only the moral code, the Ten Commandments, but the smashing of the entire world system. Like, who can stand against the beast? Paraphrasing Revelation. And, and Steve was told, yes, the AC was physically present. That's a quote from him. And, he's all, and I'm saying this, it sounds crazy, but he has always been a trustworthy source. So what does that mean? What does that mean to you, Linda? That means that we're getting closer to the end and the rapture's coming. The rapture's on its way. The yeah. rapture is on its way. The other thing it tells me, the Antichrist is live. And he's just waiting to be revealed. And I can't imagine him living 150 years, 200 years. Don't know how old he is, but it's going to move fast. And when it does, things are going to snowball and it'll be like a domino effect. And it's just going to happen. I, I agree. If this, if, if this report, if these accounts were true, and we're going, to keep, we're going to keep looking at it, I'll try and confirm. So here's what this means for you. If this is time to have short accounts and turn to Christ, I mean... There is no more time. If you have not surrendered to the Lord, make today your day. You know, as scary as this is, there's no reason to be scared if you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. He, he paid, think of this, he paid the price for your sins on the cross, for all our sins. And he's asking us to accept it. If you have not made that exchange, make today that day. You're all going to live together. We are all going to live together. And the only question is, are we living with God or are we living without him? If we have God, we're going to heaven. If we don't have him, the other choice is hell. Simple like that. Mm -hmm. Simple like that. So that means your loved ones, your neighbors, your coworkers, your children, you personally, have you made a decision for Jesus Christ? And I'm going to ask you now to make that decision. I mean, if you've listened to us here on, you know, two Saturdays a month normally, We've laid out the case. So I'm going to ask you to pray with me and mean this in your heart. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. I thank you for your love for me. We thank you for your plan of salvation and for giving us Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, to die for my sin. I accept that I'm a sinner and that Jesus took my place on the cross of Calvary. And he paid the full price for my sin. The Bible says if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I will be saved. I believe with my heart. I do. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. Today I confess all my wrongdoings and I ask that you forgive me. I turn from my sins and I'm going to walk in in another direction. I repent of my sins and I turn to follow your law for the rest of my life. Lord, we thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. Mm. Amen, amen. Thank you, Rob, so much for this half hour. And if you made that decision, go to lindakpenn at gmail.com and we'll send you some more information on how to grow in Christ. It's time to take that break. When we come back, we're going to have Dominic Zaccaroli of Total Breakthrough. Don't go away. Do you need a will? Or do you need some advice about a property issue, accident, personal injury, marital issue, real estate matter, or business situation, but you only have modest resources? Well, everyone deserves legal protection. And the good news is that Legal Shield has solutions to your legal issues without it causing stressful or complicated outcomes. To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. 
If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many other WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday. If you want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry, or if you want to learn about how to become a sponsor or advertising partner, visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-580-7063. Also, if you're a business or individual, you can give a tax-deductible donation to Today's Living Hope. Again, to do so, visit Today's Living Hope hope.org or call 716-580-7063. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Looking to hear more of Rob's insight on current events and the prophetic landscape? Find Rob on History of the Future, his podcast series released weekly. To get the History of the Future podcast, go to heroesnation.tv and download the app. That's heroesnation.tv. Then look for History of the Future and enjoy Rob and other fine podcasters. Stay up on the prophetic news with the History of the Future podcast on heroesnation.tv. Interested in contacting Linda? Email her at linda at todayslivinghope.org. Hey, welcome back. We are so glad. Hey, we had to be talking. We're taking a survey just behind the scenes. You never know what's happening behind the scenes. Hey, some of us had turkey, some of us had ham, some of us had steak. You know, you've just got to do these surveys sometimes. So I hope you had a good Thanksgiving with your loved ones and your friends. And uh, welcome, Dominic. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Good. Great good. time of the year. Oh, it is. A lot to be grateful for, thankful for, even though we did have 80-some inches of snow. And uh, But that's buffalo. Yes. We're mighty. Yes. Yeah, we can make it. We're it's of uh, the good neighbors, right? We help uh, each other. I can make it because I was in Tonawanda with eleven inches. That's why I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> I made it because I had sixteen inches. But yeah, we were praying for all of those who had more because oh my gosh, it is what it is. Well, we want to talk a little bit about giving thanks. Yeah, thankful heart. Yes, and it's sometimes that's uh, could be very difficult to do, and a lot of times around Thanksgiving, you know, we. It's a time we think about being thankful, but then the family shows up, and then all things, all sorts <laughs> of things happen, right? So you have to the reason. So you have to be thankful all year round. So when Thanksgiving comes, you're you're just always in a thankful mood, and then it doesn't matter what happens because you're just you're always thanking God and praising Him, and you know the day goes a lot better, right? Uh, absolutely, you got to start <laughs> with the right attitude and the right mindset, and. Having good food doesn't uh, really does help as well, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, and I and I know it's um, you know it's difficult a lot of times. I know for myself, um, you know my my dad fought in World War II and he had um, witnessed the death of his partner uh, who helped. They they shot a, a mortar together and they jumped into a foxhole and he his partner mm -hmm. jumped on top of him and he died on top of my dad and. I saw all the, you know, th when I was younger, I saw a lot of times during the holidays where 
he was always like uh, very depressed, went to, you know, had mental breakdowns and went to the hospital many times through my really young ages. So it was something that I was always wondering, why am I always not excited about the holidays, right? So, so I understand that there's, there's real things out there that can maybe hinder you from understanding, you know, to being thankful, but, um, but there's so much to be thankful about, you know, there's so much more than that. And, you know, we could, we can, even though problems are real and there's something that are there, we can, you know, maybe uh, put a list of some things down, you know, like we have a home, we have our health, you know, we live in, you know, even though, you know, a lot of times we, we might even get caught up into this country, we mm -hmm. still live in the greatest country in the world. Um, you know, there's so many things that to be grateful for. And, uh, and then sometimes the little things, right? You can be grateful for the little things in life that... Yeah, I have my heat on. I do have a home. I have a car. I have a job. Exactly. You know? And um, God, I think, always has taught us in the scriptures of giving thanks, gratitude, and praising him that we actually are able to live above the earthly circumstances in a realm of power and provision and protection when we realize it's from him. And it's not our circumstances, but what he's provided for us in the circumstances. No doubt, no doubt. And, you know, I, I was thinking about that today. I go as a believer, you know, the kingdom of God just does it. It, it just everything's opposite. Like uh, I'll give you an example. Then we'll go to a scripture. There was a scripture I wanted you to read. But I'm gonna, you know, when you think of, um, you know, the book Acts, we're going to talk a little about that in a second about Moses. You know, there's a scripture that goes, the more they were afflicted, the more they multiplied. So think about that for a second, because that's how God works. He works sometimes through that struggle, sometimes through that problem. You look at, um, you know, when you look at uh, salmon, they, they, they go upstream, they swim upstream against, right, the flow, and that's, how, that's where they multiply. And then you look at even, like, sometimes if you, if you ever went out and raked a lawn, you realize that if it's your first time out there, you can start getting um, blisters, and you want to quit, but those blisters turn into calluses so you can rake all year long, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so there's something in that affliction, and then there was um, a great view, if anybody remembers this. There was um, the movie Fantasia, Disney movie Fantasia mm -hmm. years ago, and there was this broom, and the broom was sweeping the floor, and all of a sudden it got, it got, it got afflicted, it got hit. And then it turned into two brooms, and the more it got hit, it turned into four. And then before you know it, there was a thousand brooms sweeping this floor. So it's kind of a great visual to realize that, you know, God, when we live in his kingdom and we are following him, there's a, you know, my favorite scripture is God's power is made perfect in our weakness. He, there is strength in that weakness if we could only understand that we would praise and thank him a lot more. But, you know, a lot of times, what do we do? We get into right complaining, right? So, um, but you have that first scripture uh, on the top there. It, the first scripture that gives thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And that's Psalms 106.1. Um, would you like me to read the first Thessalonians one as well? Yeah, yeah, read that. Okay. That'd be great. First Thessalonians 5.18. A greater reason to be thankful, the freedom found in Jesus Christ. With Christ, we have hope and guidance not just on Thanksgiving, but for every single day. That's the real thing to be thankful for because we are, pro as you know, as Jesus, as we'll talk about Moses in a second, when Jesus died, right, he, 
there was that promise, the pro one of the promises was heaven, right? And that we can have you in heaven on earth here if we really understood and we really followed, you know, God, you know, what he says. And we get close to him and we listen to him and he gives us, you know, he, he orders all our steps and we can live that life. But, but the, at the end, too, we live in heaven with him. So there's so much to be grateful for as a believer. And, and we know. know people were experiencing these actual things over this Thanksgiving, a loss of a loved one, or circumstances changing, and then things have become abnormal rather than normal. So our faith in Christ and looking to him is so very, very important. Um, and knowing more about him, if we have lost a loved one, if they're going to be in heaven, um, that we will see them again, but we really desperately miss them physically right now. We all have lost loved ones that are not with us anymore, mm. but um, we can hold on to these verses because God knows where they are in the life they've had with him their whole lives, correct? Yeah. It's e beautiful. Exactly, because I know I lost my brother this year, and he mm -hmm. was we were connected at the hip, and uh, he could just cry, but I've had some vivid dreams, you know, this week, and, you know, I saw, you know, just him glowing and stuff, and I'm in these dreams, and I would just, you know, it, you, so you just really got to understand, you got to really, because as difficult as that is, um, you know, God, um, there's people out there that are still counting on us, so we can stay there, and we can grieve, and we can take our time with that process, but eventually we need to get up and show people how to move through this life right and well and being grateful, being grateful and sharing thankful. and thankfulness and serving someone else or thanking god for them makes us be pulled out of that bad attitude or the attitude that's gonna got us gripped because of the circumstances so we can start experiencing um the holy spirit uh, i think above where you said thessalonians i think the scripture was above it maybe um there was another scripture up there before you read Well, it. I have, uh, I'm not sure which one because you've given me three scriptures. No, the Thessalonians. The one. You want me to read that again? Well, you didn't read, you read underneath it, I think. I don't think you well, read I, um Oh, I'm sorry. You're exactly right. <laughs> I apologize. I'm blind get, too. Get, <laughs> Dominic sees better than I do and I've got the printed notes. <laughs> give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Well, that's the thing. It's the will of God for us so I've always hmm. thought this, like in my life, I go, if if God says it, even though it doesn't make sense, you know, you, you do it because there's there's a blessing in it. There's a blessing hmm. in praising and worshiping God. It's his will. So if it's will, then we do it and then we watch God come through, you know, for us. But or we can sit there and complain and then watch, you know, watch nothing happen because he tells us to praise and worship him. Right, we to praise and worship. So. Well, there's something going on around us in His presence all the time because He's in all time and space, so He's always with us if we know Him, and He's always in us if we've accepted Him. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so we got to be grateful. You know, He tells us to be grateful all the time. Well, I'm gonna, I was gonna share. Um, I'll share a little right now. Um, this story uh, about Moses because kind of what happens. You know, and, and you, we can put ourselves in, in this. Uh, Moses, um, when God came to Moses in the burning bush, right? Mm -hmm. Must use the curiosity approach, right? <laughs> so he, he came to Moses and, you know, told him that he was uh, going to use Moses to um, set the captives free, you know, the, 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 his people, right, uh, from Pharaoh. 
Well, Moses didn't feel qualified, and in, in much time in life, I'm sure many of us, you know, when you look out there and you see the big things and you see people accomplishing, some of us don't feel qualified. But, but what happens is when God gives you an assignment, he goes along with it. And that's what he did with Moses. So Moses, I mean, think about this. He had to go approach Pharaoh. And, I mean, just that <laughs> could have been a death sentence for Moses. But he went there, and, um, you know, Pharaoh um, wasn't about it at all. As a matter of fact, it took him, it took God to seven, um, there were seven plagues to help um, Moses accomplish mm -hmm. that goal. And we have to understand sometimes in life, you know, we have an enemy, uh, Satan out there, and, you know, sometimes, you know, when God says to move in a direction, sometimes there's all sorts of things that may, problems, circumstances, adversity that comes in front of us. But if God tells us, he will go in front of us and, and knock down the enemies of our soul so we can accomplish whatever he says. And that's, that's what he did. And after that se seventh plague, you know, Pharaoh did let him go. And then they ended up at the they ended up at the Red Sea, and then you know Pharaoh changes heart again, and it's amazing that he changes heart again because sometimes the enemy, and we know this in the world today, sometimes it doesn't make any sense. I mean, Pharaoh ac actually lost his son in those plagues, and even though he lost his son, he still defied God again and went after um, Moses. And the Israelites, as they were at the Red Sea. For the simple fact he would not obey God. Pharaoh would not submit no. to God and that authority. He wanted to be his own God. Exactly. And, and there's so many people in this world that you can see that, you're right, it just, you know, when God's ways are the best ways. So anyway, so again, a miracle happens where, you know, Moses, um, you know, ends up crossing the Red Sea. It's split open for him. And then when they get across, you know, um, Pharaoh's army was caught in the water and, and they all disappeared in that water. And uh, so all the people now are, you know, and this happens in our life sometimes, you know, something happens, you know, great, miraculously. I mean, I, I had my story and, and you're, you're praising and worshiping God, you know. And I remember, you know, when I woke up from my coma, I was praising and worshiping God, even though <clears throat> I wasn't out of the woods, but you're praising and worshiping and that's what all the people did. And then uh, right after that, um, they end up uh, coming to a, a water that was bitter, and God showed uh, them to get a piece of wood and throw it to the water and made the water um, pure. So he showed them, he showed them that. So, he's, so God is showing them, like he, he set them free, crossed the Red Sea, and, 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 and they're all changed the water. And every time he did something great for them, obviously it's easy to praise and worship God when things are going great. And I think that happens in our life all the time. It's great. Yeah, it's, let's praise and worship them. You know, this is good. I just got a promotion. I just got a good health check. My children are doing awesome. And then all of a sudden they go to another place and there's no more water. They're looking for food. And um, they're starting to complain and murmur to Moses that maybe they were better off, you know, with, with Pharaoh. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how isn't that the truth sometimes? <laughs> In our life, we f it's so easy to forget all the things God has done for us. And all of a sudden, we catch ourselves in a situation and we go on complaining, thinking our life would be better where we were at. Right? Well, that's because our <laughs> eyes are on ourselves rather than on God and realizing what he was doing. Because every step of the way, God provided 
more abundantly than any person themselves could have provided for themselves. Exactly. I mean, he Praise provided God. mamma and the quail. He It kept going on and on, and, and they kept going further. But, you know, Moses would keep going to God. What do I do now? Because these people are just, like, not getting it, right? And God would give him, you know, a word, and he would do something. And, you know, he would keep giving, which which I thought was amazing that God kept doing this because these, these people just kept murmuring and complaining when things got a little tough. And what a short memory. And I think today on the phone for, you know, or on the radio here, you know, just to remind people that in our lives, if we look back, you know, there's there's times where God is really coming through no matter. I mean, the fact that you were born in this country, the fact that, you know, you have, a, like you said, we talked about before, you, you, you have a, a place to live and it's kind of tough right now with inflation. So there, there is you could turn really quick. But here's what I do know. I've, I've been through these days before in the 70s and. And you just realize that if you just focus on your faith, you focus on God, there are good days ahead. Because, see, God still promised uh, promises us the promised land, just like he did them. And, and he'll fulfill that in his time. Every, every I will be dotted and every T will be crossed. He knows what he's doing, and that's our comfort. We need to step aside for a short break, and we're going to come back and talk more about giving thanks and praising. And just what can we do now? Um, where we are now to continue that um, we're going to be past Thanksgiving, but that doesn't mean we can't give thanks, sing praises, and acknowledge him for what he has for the future. This is Linda Penn on today's Living Hope with my guest, Dominic Zeccaroli of Total Breakthrough. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Every year it happens. That windstorm blows through western New York and then in your yard and sometimes the neighbor's yard are shingles from your roof. Or what about the leak you can't trace, but suspect it has something to do with the roof. Maybe you've been in your house for decades and it's just time to have the roof replaced. Whether it's repairs or a brand new roof, call LJ Construction today. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing, and they have an a rating with the Better Business Bureau. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Discounts are also available for veterans and seniors. Stop by their showroom in Lancaster at 3439 Walden Avenue or check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Saccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. 
To set up your Legal Shield plan, call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011. If you're in the U.S., visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com or in Canada, visit alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.ca. We're in this life together. This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. You know what? That's why I really like Buffalo, too. The community of Buffalo, we are in life together. We partner. We have unity. We go to church. If you haven't been at church, maybe that's the first thing you want to start this coming Sunday. I really need to get back to church, put God first in my life, instruct and help my children and move forward on how to give thanks, give praises. And my guest today is Dominic for this half hour. And we're talking about doing that very, very thing is share about having a thankful heart and realizing in the circumstances God is still there. And sharing, and you were sharing about the, the book Moses, of, yeah. Moses, Exodus. tell us a little bit more. Well, I'm just going to end with this part and then we'll go to a scripture. So anyways, the end result of this, of this murmur and complaining and murmuring mm-hmm. and complaining after all God did and you know they 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 said you know they said they were going to avoid there's so many times in there when things went right they were good they were going to obey God shows up I mean they see it and then God is speaking to them and, and Moses is sharing all God's you know what he wants them to do follow his commands and they're but then they keep going back when things go bad they keep going back to murmuring and complaining And here's what I'll share with you. Because of that, they wandered for 40 years. And here's the thing is a few people did get into the promised land at this this first group of generation, but most of them didn't because, and and I I thought, think about this. When you end up in your life complaining, 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 you know, um, the end result for them is they didn't reach all that God had for them because they were realistically going to go to this land of milk and honey. And, and uh, so I'm gonna, we'll share a scripture, then I'll go back into this next section that would really, how subtle it happens to us. What scripture would you like me to read? Um, I have three here on a page. Yeah, read one. Uh, Psalms 105, 1 to 3. Sing to him, sing praise to him. Tell of all his wonderful acts. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Yes, and, and, and that's really what we need to do because that's what stopped happening to the Israelites, and that's why they ended up you know, wandering for 40 years and never getting to all God promised them. So there's something about that. Like if we spend our time complaining, uh, we end up getting you know, content. And, and so here's one of the things that happened. So um, I call it um, the... The couch. The couch. <laughs> <laughs> we end up on the couch. So what happens is there's a King Og, and um, one of the last battles before the Promised Land is they defeat a King Og. And I was, um, uh, I forgot the battle. Uh, it was a, the country was Bashway or something, Basham. Basham. I think it was called Basham. But King Og, one of the only things they knew about it, he was a giant. And it's funny, when you read his scriptures, they mention this big bed but I'm going to call it a big couch that he had here because it kind of it's kind of was symbolic because they defeated him on the way to the promised land and a lot of the Israelites ended up settling there. So God, I mean, and that's what happens to a lot of us right now. God has a, 
a lot of promise. So along the way, you know, we have a lot of resources in America. We've gained a lot of things. We kind of get content, right? We got that couch. We got that TV. We got that remote control. But God's got so much more, and he's just, you know, we're settling here, and he's saying, trust me, but you're looking around at the circumstances. You're looking around at the world, and just like the Israelites, we're not believing with all this coming at us, or we think it's coming at us, we don't realize we have a God that's so much bigger than it all that if we just listen to his word, get into the scriptures, listen to his voice, he'll order our steps. And while everything around us may be crumbling, a few people ended up walking into the promised you land. Know that's, you know, uh, you know <laughs> rather than sit on the, the couch of that complacency, that's what you're describing. <laughs> and it's so typical of us as sheep when things get really bad, we can go towards the shepherd or we can run away from the shepherd. And sheep um, aren't really smart enough to live without a shepherd. It, it says that in the scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament, always pointing to the shepherd the savior and messiah needing that shepherd when it rains sheep will stand outside in their wool on their bodies get saturated with water fall down turn upside down and literally drown themselves exactly because they don't seek the shepherd you're saying and that, that's let's what, don't get off the couch of complacency yeah, that happens to us because what was meant for them to go through yes and get to the promised land they settled for and you know and, and a lot of times it's like if you're driving through a garbage dump right sometimes th- that's how we, our life feels sometimes we're you know we're not supposed to stay there we're supposed to don't stay there and, and you know with all that stink keep moving and god sometimes what will do along the way in order for you to move more, he, he may turn up the heat in a way where he'll use the adversities of life or stuff or that, or around or, and let that be like a, a catapult for you to get up and keep moving. But what you do is when that, that, that heat comes around, you start complaining more. And what he's really trying to do is to get you to move through because he's got something so much greater. We have so much more potential than, than whatever possible. Well, we even the people after the Red Sea was divided, they had to walk through what was depart, separated so they could move through. Exactly. They had to keep moving. And he took care of the enemy. He took care of the circumstances. So you're saying keep our eyes on God, have the right frame of mind and attitude, praise, sing, and yes. you too will be able to give thank, thanks. Exactly. And he will, he will take care of all things. It's easy to complain. But it's a lot greater when you praise and worship God. He'll get you through every time. Uh, and, and no mistakes. He'll do it every time. He promises it. This is today's Living Hope with guest Dominic Zeccaroli on Total Breakthrough. Have a good rest of your weekend. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.